Heard on Thursday. Heard on Thursday. The premier magazine talk show on FM radio. Winner of multiple KDP Golden Dove Awards for best magazine programs. Thursdays, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. An original monster special. Only from Manila's Hottest. Good evening. How are you guys doing? Hope you're having a great night. Thanks for staying up for us and welcome to the show that made Philippine FM Radio Talk heard on Thursdays only on the summer's hottest monster RX 93.1. I'm your host JC Devez. What's one thing that unites us this COVID quarantine era? Is it the long hair? Is it the unmanicured nails? Is it the, you know, the fried tausi that we've been cooking, the ubi pandesal? No, actually... It's, it's kind of all of that. It's the spirit of improvisation. Yes, during quarantine, all of us have had to adjust, uh, make do, improvise, if you will. We have all had to be creative in our work and our daily duties while staying home and living indoors. In many cases, like me, living alone, but still reaching out to the world and being alive. In a way, that's what theater is about. Being alive in the moment. Reaching out to the audience out there creating, improvising with what is at hand, actors, sets, lights, the weather, the times, the audience that walks in. Improvisation is the heart of the specific genre of theater. That is our topic tonight. And that theater company wears it on its sleeve. Yes, the Silly People's Improvisational Theater, or simply put, SPIT, S-P-I-T. Yes, SPIT, you heard it right the premier improvisational theater group in Southeast Asia. With close to 700 performances in 16 years, SPIT has delighted local and international audiences with unscripted, unrehearsed, and totally spontaneous shows like this introduction. And because improvisation or improv is their specialty, naturally they have been thriving even in ECQ. They have transformed their weekly improv shows into an online show called Co-Video. Yes, Co-Video. Get it? Get it. Two-person improvised scenes on video call. Heard on Thursdays, we've got the infectious spit. Infectious in a good way, mind you. And to help me with tonight's show, I've invited as co-host my fellow monster jock, who's a pretty nifty improv theater artist herself. Where is MJ? What's up, MJ? Hey, hey, JC. Thanks for yeah. having me. Thanks what? for having our guest today. I'm so yeah. excited. For yeah. This show. yeah. Me too. Well, welcome. Welcome to HOTMJ. You know, I know that you're you're super talented at improvisation. So you know what? I'm gonna let you do the imp- the introductions right now. You yes, do of it. course. Yes. Um, I owe these people what I know and love about improvisational theater. So let me do the honors of uh, introducing Spit Manila fresh from doing their Thursday online gig we've got first co-founder and CEO of Spit himself Gabe Mercado hey Gabe thank you thank you thank you Mike for having us and we're finally on Earth on Thursday yes Those of you who don't know, because uh, they usually have their shows on Thursdays, and we've always wanted to have them on HOT. But now, finally, is the time. And also, let me introduce third world improv teacher. She's also a model, a host, and part of an improv band called A to Z. 
Aaron Cristobal. Hey. Oh, don't look at my Well, Why did it so Hey. Hey, Aaron. Thanks for having us, guys. Okay, and of course, since they're gonna be in the same frame, husband and wife team of Spit are OTP, Monica Cordero Cruz and Chester Cruz. Hi. Hello, hello. Good evening, Pa! Good evening. Hello. Good evening, everyone. So I heard I heard you just came from a show. Can you tell us about your show? What happened? What's that all about? <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, today, uh, we've, we've been doing weekly shows um, since um, the time uh, ECQ started online. And we've been doing it through Zoom and all of that. And um, our first shows were a little bit high concept shows when it comes to improv. We were doing um, two-person scenes and then we did a, a three-episode reality uh, uh, improvised reality TV show. So this week, we we, we uh, needed a break and we did what young people do. We had a hangout and we played <laughs> non-improv games uh, over Zoom and it was, it was really fun. That's cool. And when it says this is what young people do, I mean, we played Bring Me. Bring me. <laughs> <laughs> so young, young people like four years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. And, yeah, and, uh, and the items oh. were suggested by the audience, so it's a little. <laughs> yeah, MJ is always talking to me about you know her improv classes. Uh, but to all our monsters who are listening right now, who might maybe they've heard of the term, but they they've never been to a show, they they've never seen it live. Can you tell us what what is improvisational theater? So improv theater, uh, it's. If, if you watch any of our shows, you're going to know that we do everything on the spot. So what we do is we do songs, we do scenes, we do entire one-act plays, and everything is based on an audience suggestion. So there are days where we can do an entire musical about an audience member because that audience member said, I'm a dentist. So we ask them about their daily life as a dentist, and then just after that interview, we do an entire musical based on that person's life. But no preparation. At no all. preparation. None. None. Wow. In fact, the more you prepare, the more it kind of gets you into trouble. The more Everything it, is the more it puts you into your head, um, rather than just playing in the moment. I mean, you guys do it. Radio DJs do it all the time. Um, you, and it's usually best when your banter is, you know, on the fly and you're really reacting to each other. So it's really not far from what you do. Okay. So I, it, uh, so radio DJs are probably a good candidate to, to get into improv. But can any can anybody get into improv? Monica, uh, Chester, can you tell us about your history with improv? How did you guys get started? <laughs> um... I would watch uh, one of the uh, more senior members, Missy, who is a high school friend of mine because she was m one of the more senior members of SPIT. And then uh, one day they decided to ha hold open audition, uh, well, open workshops. And then I joined along with Chester, who was my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> And my sister as well, who is with Spit, um, Bibai. And then, um, after, it was a series of workshops. 
And then one evening, we were on the show just like that. And oh. from that day on, we're part of Spit. Yeah, so like no preparation that. on that side either. Chester, Suddenly, we were members. <laughs> Chester was a little funny <laughs> on how yeah. he got involved. I wasn't supposed to attend the workshop. Um, I was just supposed to wait in the car. And then <laughs> someone came out and then, just join us, just join us. Here I am. <laughs> no preparation. I'm the ultimate example that anyone can <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, Gabe, tell us about, uh, you know, because you are the uh, co-founder and CEO of, is it is it Third World Improv? Or, or? Yeah, Third World Improv owns Spit. So, own spit okay so let's g- give us the rundown on spit how it got started it's been in you know how many years 17 years wow um give 18, take, 18 years 18 18 yeah, yeah talk, take yeah. us take us back take us back 18 years tell us about how how it all came into development wow um at that time i was uh i was a signed contract artist with abscbn and um uh, I was being positioned really as a comedian um, back then and being the nerd that I am I really wanted to have a studied approach to this whole thing and we were looking for mentors and courses here and there and while there were willing mentors there were no formal classes and one of my um, one of my um, uh, mentors at that time was uh, the late great Redford White um, who, who um, not many people know was really devoted to his craft he was a fan of workshops and all of that he said um, there will be times in your career when you will have no work no matter how good you are choose that time to study and I had consulted him on, on, on different kinds of comedy and I came across a book called uh, Truth in Comedy, and it was all about long-form improvisation. And true enough, the dry spell came, and I took the time to take to take a workshop in the U.S. with um, one of the founders of Second City. His name is Paul Sills, um, and he was mean to me in the workshop, but <laughs> I, I learned a lot. In fact, his his best quote was that um, when I did my very first scene for his workshop. He said, wow, if they pay you any sort of money for whatever it is that you just did, from wherever the hell you came from, consider yourself very lucky. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Um, and then, um, like a month later, I came back home, um, uh, got theater friends, and Spit was born. Um, That's and so cool. Yeah, um, and it it took a lot of it took a lot of advice from people like uh, Redford White, Leo Martinez, mga ganon to really encourage me to to set up a performance group talaga. Because improv has been around in the Philippines since the late sixties, but usually used as a workshop tool. Um, but pushing us to perform, I owe it to mentors like that. That's awesome. Aaron, how about you? I mean, what is your, uh, how, how are you in the improv world? How were you introduced into it? I was, uh, I was a watcher. I was a fan. I would watch every week. And then one day, they opened up a slot for a host. 
I had never hosted before. I was up against people who actually have hosted before. So it was a little weird. But I was the most persistent. Because hey. I really liked it. Every Wednesday, it was a Wednesday then. It wasn't Tuesday yet. Every Wednesday, I would go and I would really enjoy it. And I was bad. Mind you, I was I was bad. I was really bad. <laughs> But I really liked doing it. So because of my persistence and my willingness to get better, I really stayed. And and here I am. Still here. <laughs> MJ, MJ, you teach classes on improv, right? Actually, Aaron. With me. She's my assistant. I am, I am Aaron's assistant. And I started out being taught by Aaron. I was actually part of... I was her first... I was the part of the first class in Third World Improv. The very ever. first. Very first. Uh-huh. So tell us about the classes. How does that work? What is the structure? Is it like a school? I mean, is it are there levels? Are there are there grades? How does it work? So we do have levels. Uh, we start out with uh, level one, which is the very basic foundations of improv, and from then we, depending on their interest, we uh, we have five levels. So it goes from short games to full-on one-act plays. But you have to go through all the levels to kind of understand how to get to the level where you can create an entire 30-minute performance on your own with your team. So, yeah. Let's talk about the foundations then. Level one, you said, are the basic foundations. What are the basic foundations? Uh, All of you can answer this one however you see fit. Monica, Chester, Gabe, Aaron. And now we Le- level one is called, huh? Memorize your levels. Of course. <laughs> level one is called the joy of improv, and that is, it, it's really for you to be accustomed to getting out of your comfort zone, um, because every almost, well, a lot of our students are already working. So, you know, early 20s and so forth. But, but then uh, it, is, it is never a guarantee as to if it is a specific age range. Because improv really is for everyone. And so, in the joy of improv, they kind of um, shed the work clothes off. And, you know, just have fun. Just have fun. Just play games. And then level two. Level two. <laughs> My test. What is level two? I forgot not to I, I don't have to go through the names of the levels. I yeah, think, but, but yeah. we start out by having people because when people enter new situations, there's always a barrier. There's always kind of a hesitation. So the first few levels are for you to be so comfortable with yourself. We teach you to be comfortable with yourself so that you can actually get to speak in front of a lot of people. A lot of people to who take our classes don't really mm. want to be performers in general. They just want to uh, be better, let's say, at public speaking. It's a personal development thing. Try something new, hobby. I want to be able to speak in front of a crowd. I want to be able to, you know, kind of like Toastmasters. Some people uh-huh. uh, mix improv and Toastmasters so that they can get up in front of people and not have stage fright. So the first few levels are with that. And then when you're done with that, um, you have the skills to be able to put on an entire show with your team and work with other people. So it's really 
getting comfortable and knowing yourself and then working with others basically that's uh, you know that's really impressive because you you mentioned Aaron that you you were really bad when you first started but can you give a is there a time for can I mean you, you seem to mention that everyone can improve over time I think I believe in that as well but is there are there people who just aren't really fit for improv like they're just they'll never get good at it have you experienced that I believe that everybody can do improv but not everyone will be someone that people want to watch. Uh, <laughs> everyone yeah. can do it. But everyone can yep. do it. Yeah. But it, you know, some people yeah. you don't want to see them on stage, but Yeah, I think I think of the a uh, good way to do it. Uh, to, to, com- to compare it or to think about it is that um, a lot of people take yoga. And I mm. think yoga is really, really good for you, the practice. But not everybody will be a yogini. Not yes. everyone will, will, will teach it. So parang ganun ang improv. If you take improv, it will be good for you. Um, not everyone will want to pay to watch you. But it will <laughs> So the, let's talk about the shows then. I mean, people, you know, uh, Aaron mentioned she came as an observer. I think uh, Chester said that he wasn't even supposed to be there at first. But uh, these shows that you put on, you know, it's it's uh, it's a paid show. It's for an audience. Can you tell us the, you know, like from opening act all the way to the end? Uh, you know, you, you, you've said like there's one act plays. There's you guys make songs. You have a lot of audience interaction. What is a show? Can you give us a... Uh, Maybe a, a typical show. What it would be like for me, for example, if I was gonna go, what would I see first thing on the stage? We do an audience warm up. And okay. why is the audience warm up uh, important? It's to break the notion that this is a traditional show. That we want the audience to banter with us, talk with us, and um, really feel free to throw suggestions at us. So we do an audience warm up. We then um, generally do a song next because uh, song has a great way to it's a great way to break the ice and really put a lot of happy energy um, into it. And then we proceed to what's called short form games. Um, and short form games uh, are. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jason, for your comment. Yes, uh, we're live on Facebook, by the way, facebook.com/rx931. If you want to send in your comments, uh, Jason Irving says, uh, "Parang basketball din ang improv," and then, I, I, I get that impression from yes. what you're saying. Yes. Um, also, the way it's trained, huh? Um, because uh, a really, really good um, basketball team, you know they're good when there's a broken play and they know how to work well with each other right. even broken plays. Mm-hmm. And that's what a good improv troupe is about. Um, we really have great chemistry and really know how to play with each other even without the structure. I so you to- should Yeah. I, w- I want to uh, uh, jump off of that yung about basketball. Wow, nagbo-basketball ako eh, no? <laughs> but somehow there is a play. So you c- you kind of know the mechanics. You know what well, you know what the mechanics are in improv games, but you don't know what's going to happen because each and every show and each and every song and joke and all that is dependent on the audience suggestion. 
So if for example, and, and an example of an audience suggestion would be, um, give me your dream vacation destination. So each evening would be different. Like if you, I ask you tonight, Canada, I, I, Canada, how? And I ask MJ, I, you know, it'll be, it'll always be a different answer, yeah. and and therefore it'll be a different show. So That's the mechanics really cool. will be the same. So the so the, for example, if you have a song, the lyrics will change, but the tune is the same, mm -hmm. but the lyrics will change. So there. Okay, uh, um, I have a, you know, what the, from what I'm understanding, and uh, even with, I guess, in the pop culture, I guess a lot of people probably know whose line is it anyway. Yeah, uh, the show. And the, it, it, uh, it, older yeah. people. Yes. <laughs> so, it, it, improv uh, has a very comedic element, but are there elements of improv that are not comedic? Are there dramatic elements to it? Uh, serious tones to. So MJ, you, do you, do you, I mean, you can answer this one. You're oh, yeah. a teacher. <laughs> um, definitely, because actually one thing they really encourage in Third World Improv is not really to be funny. It's more important to be truthful. So since um, improv is usually just off the fly, off the bat, sometimes whatever comes out will be really deep. Sometimes maybe a player is feeling has a certain connection to a suggestion maybe to someone the suggestion Canada is actually a, reminds him or her more about a long distance relationship and not something funny alam mo yun mm. so it just really depends on sorry Aaron <laughs> you made a <laughs> yeah, what's, what, what's the story with Aaron's face when you mentioned that Oh, I'm in a six-year-long distance relationship. <laughs> Very close to Canada, in fact. Very close to Canada. Yeah. So basically, it really depends on how the player interprets it. And if it's funny, then great. If it's not, it could be dramatic. It could be sad. It could go in so many different directions. And that's the beauty of improv because you just don't know how it's going to go. And it depends on how the player and whoever he or she's playing with will play off of that. The, the games, uh, you, you, uh, so there's songs, uh, there's one act, one act plays. What else is there? What else are you know? What else can beginners well, look forward to when they oh, if they can, go to a class? Yeah, we can. I think we can do one now. Okay, let's let's, 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 let's go for it. So um, this this game is called the Alphabet Soap Opera. So there are some things that are well. First, uh, could you give us a, 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 a word, any word, uh, JC? A word? Uh, pineapple. Okay, good. <laughs> so, we're going to use the word pineapple. And then, um, uh, Monica, Chester, Aaron will be in a scene and they will act like it's a soap opera. But every line of dialogue Yay. must begin with succeeded, the succeeding letters that spell out pineapple. And I will um, call out the letters, and they will proceed with dialogue using that. Oh, so wow. I, as a final uh, suggestion, um, a uh, what happens in a soap opera? What's the typical scene in a Philippine soap opera? You know, uh, there's either a lover's quarrel or someone gets into a car accident. Okay, uh, we'll go with a we'll go with a car accident because of a lover's quarrel. 
Alright. I can do the visual, Monica, wow. so you don't have to hold it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So once, so once again, monsters. Uh, the this game is called. Uh, how, what's it called again? Soap. Um, uh, alphabet soap opera. Soap opera. Okay. And they're gonna use the, the letters of the word that I gave them, which is pineapple. And each time, each letter represents a new, a new line. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. P. Paano na mga bills ko? Paano ano mga bills ko? Kayo ba yung magbabayad ng bills ko? Ay. Kayo ba? Ay. I can pay for my own bills. I can pay for my own bills. Tapos bigla ngayon sasabihin mo, pati yung sa'yo babayaran ko? M. Never mind that my leg was the one that was broken. Tapos kayo, kayo yung nagda-drive? I mean, you have to pay for my bills more than your bills. Sige ka, I'll sue you. E. Eh, nasaan na ba yung insurance mo? Nasaan na ba yung insurance mo? Dapat kiniklaim mo sa insurance mo yan. A. Ako, claiming ko na. is closed right now. B. Pro-life, na-try mo na? Na-try mo na? B. Please. Please, wala akong pera ngayon. Wala akong pera. I'm COVID pa. So yung mga PPEs, I have to pay for all of that for my nurses and doctors. L. Look, look. We understand your situation, but understand us also. E. Everyone has a different story, guys. Mahirap to to keep understanding everyone. All I need is your help, your financial help. And team. Wow, that was awesome. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good demonstration of it not having to be funny. It was just very in the moment and truthful. Correct. Um and. Um, I think it's important that the actors go in without the intention to be funny. Mm-hmm. But it's still fun. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and I think the absurdity of just following the... I mean, with truth at talagang you show anger and acting, it becomes more funny because it's more absurd mm-hmm. when you're watching it. Why acting-acting sila? <laughs> You know, uh, let's actually, Aaron, Monica, Chester, t- tell us. I mean, when you when you see the letters that are coming up, do you, are you planning ahead, or is it just the first thing that comes into your mind? I mean, or because you're building off of what the last person said, right? So how yeah. how does how does your mind work? How do your minds work? Because that that's that's really impressive, and not everybody can do what you're doing that well, at least that we I would pay what for that. <laughs> Yay! You would? <laughs> yes, I would, I would. So what the teachers is because sometimes it's really hard when you are thinking too much. Like when you come into a scene and then suddenly you're in your head. So you're trying to think of a word that starts with the next letter. You use, you lose uh, sight of the moment. You're not in the moment anymore. So what we do teach our students is if there's a letter... You just lean into the letter and start making the sound and something's going to come up. So, for example, then then whatever comes out of your mouth, that's yeah, what word, you're going to There's a word I was thinking, starts with letter P, but I can't say it because we're on air. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for that scenario, I was like, man, I want to say that word. 
interestingly, um, you mentioned uh, being in the moment, and a lot of a lot of it, a lot of the improv principles have a, have to do with that. It's because um, actually it's been mentioned already <laughs> that when you already have an idea and you push your agenda, you know, it doesn't really go anywhere. So it's really a lot of riding the wave. Kinda, because you can never actually control what happens when you are with another person with a different set of true um, of of their own truths, and that is what they bring to the table as well. So um, I think maybe we can be getting ahead of ourselves by saying I need to have this make sense, but in fact you can just have it make sense later. Or never. <laughs> maybe you know. Maybe the sense will come later. So we kind okay. of build on the story first. All right. Yeah, I, I've I've heard of uh, improv like get-togethers. What's the name of that? Or when when like different improv groups come together? Is is there Jams. a term? Jam. A jam. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. When musicians uh, get together. Yeah. Okay. okay. How does that? How does that? Uh, you know. How does that work out for you? For your for spit and I mean, have you gone international with these jams? How, yeah. Okay. How, t- tell us about that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one of the scariest jams that, that we ever did, but also one of the most thrilling. It was uh, 2014, and we had arrived in Chicago. Um, Chicago is the mecca of, of improv. Really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yes. Um, and we had arrived at Second City. Um, Second City is the oldest um and that's the biggest population of improv students. So, anyone on SNL, they've taken they've taken uh, courses in Second City. It's that big a deal. So we had arrived there um, because we were performing for the Chicago Improv Festival, and that was still like a few days away. And we arrived. We're looking at this huge school of improv, and one of the teachers walks up to us and says, "Oh." Um, are you the group from the Philippines? Which one of you are the teachers? And I raised my hand and happy. And I think Aaron raised their hands. Yeah, yeah. we're all the teachers. And um, the person said, okay, good. Because we have a show at 10 p.m. tonight um, at the theater. Um, it's an all-faculty show. And since you're faculty and you're here, you're up for the show tonight, okay? So we meet at 9 um, at the dressing room and you know we'll just warm up and then we're ready for the show so um, <laughs> so imagine it was the mech- it, it's like um, it's like the Vatican of the improv <laughs> suddenly we're, we're, we're gonna play with the Pope parang ganon <laughs> it went it went quite well um, yeah. we just did warm ups uh, a little bit of a briefing on how shows go there and we improvised with them and uh, since since then you know um, we've been going to different festivals um, all over the world you want to tell them about that Aaron? Um, yeah uh, we, we've done uh, Shanghai we've done Beijing we did a US tour kind of we did New yeah. York Boston Chicago Indiana Chicago. and Chicago 
Wow. That was really fun. And that was that trip was the one that made me decide, you know what, I want to take classes here in New York. So I, I took classes there and we just we just wanted to learn. We just wanted to learn more and more and more. So a lot more. Beijing, Singapore, Hong Kong, and you also did the Columbia. Columbia. Right, yeah. Columbia. Wow. And of course we have our own too. The Manila yes. Improv Festival. Mm-hmm. Our so we'll see favorite. when we will do that again <laughs> because like pandemic. <laughs> so, I also, I also want to ask since we were also on the topic of international um, improv festivals, is there a Filipino flavor or is there a difference when you go from country to country on how people improvise? Is there a certain persona or character that each country has? Yes. I would say that yes. the Philippines, all, all the countries that were colonized by Spain, they all play the same. <laughs> yeah. We play oh. with the drama, we play with the acting, we play with the, you know, it's, it's very yeah. dramatic all the time. And um, America, because I also performed there, it's very different because their culture is very talky. So even if you're there, people are like, oh, how's the weather? You know, they just like talking, talking, doing? talking. So, <laughs> what are you doing? How are you doing? Oh my God, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love your pants. So it's all this talk. And um, stand-up is biggest in the U.S. So stand-up comedy. So it's about yes. jokes. It's about bits. So their improv has a lot of that. There's a lot of talking, a lot of jokes, a lot of bits, a lot of accents. And us colonized by Spain... Not really. Not so Not much really. of the joke. So there was a really fun performance by a group called Latitude at the Manila Improv Fest um, in 2019. Um, and it was really funny because their first scene was um, they were in the U.S. Embassy waiting for a visa and asking each other if they got it or not. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a third world uh, <laughs> Americans would not get because they've yeah. never seen a pumila mm-hmm. sa, sa, sa mga okay. yeah 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 okay it, what about language are there any language barriers when because you've been to Shanghai I mean is it all in English I mean is the method of, of improv in English for the most part most of the time yeah but um, the Spanish group who was here last year for the Manila Improv Festival, they spoke completely in Spanish, not mm. an English word. Wow. And Korean. like Aaron said, and the Koreans also, um, there's a, a South Korean group, they spoke completely in Korean. And the people would understand because um, of how the way they say things, and like Aaron mentioned earlier, how how extra everyone can be. So you know, it's I'm mad at you, you know, and and I think that transcends language. I'm so sad, you know. I think that would be obvious in that sense. Is there a because because even though we're we're live on air right now, I I think people can imagine your 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 body movements. There must be there. There's a physical element to improv as well. Are yes. there games that are really? Uh, Physically centered, I mean, centered on physicality rather than words. Can you talk about that? 
Yeah, there's okay. this one this one uh, game called Stand, Sit, Bend, which is basically mm-hmm. it's three players and they're performing an entire scene, but one always has to be standing, one always has to be sitting, and one always has to be bending. So what you're playing with there is how you justify when somebody switches position. So mm. it's a very physical thing, yeah. Although you don't have to justify it, that's the heady thing, but the whole physicality of sitting and standing and making it quick so that the other two can catch on, that's something that we also do. We also have a favorite game called three-way dub. It's 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 crazy stupid. So there uh, three three actors on stage, um, but um, we're dubbing each other. So oh. for example, I have to be the voice of Aaron while Aaron's speaking, and then when Aaron speaks, she's the voice of let's say Monica. Hello. <laughs> I'm Monica. Um, my hair, I combed my hair today. So it's super It's really, it's just a lot of stupid fun because it's incredibly confusing. And the more physical you are, the more you lose track yung audio video sync mo. That's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, uh, let's ask uh, Chester a question. Chester, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, how has improv improved your life? Uh, has, has, there, has it gone into your... Because you, you said you were just supposed to be in the car. Yeah. And now you're, now you're doing this, you know, for full time. I mean, you know, in your, in your free time. How, has it changed the, the person that you are? The person that was in that car before you got into improv... How has improv made you the person that you are now? Well, well, I guess I'm still the same. But as you can see, I'm I'm the one who said the less words. So <laughs> I'm still that same person in the car. But whenever I perform, uh, I can handle myself better uh, than I I did before because okay. I know what to say, I know what to do, I know what to think. Uh, I think that's the edge. But with regards to who I really am, I think I still remain the same, just better equipped. Does that does that affect? Uh, I mean, I, the question for all of you then is that you know, Chester, you mentioned that now you you think faster, you know what to say during your improv classes. But what about in everyday life? What if somebody you know says something to you in the street or something? Would you be able to say something back faster? Or, or <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> I, just <laughs> <my head. laughs> I just think that. Since I'm thinking in improv, the other person is not that equipped with improv yet. So, <laughs> might I get, might get or something. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot yeah. when you already have a joke and, <laughs> and, and the person you're talking to doesn't do improv. So, they don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Or even yeah, yeah. right? It's some people don't yeah. just don't have that in them. Like for example, no, I yeah. girl on Instagram. She's my Instagram yeah. friend, and she posted um, her boyfriend was uh, making bread, but she was the one taking the video. So I told her, "Hey, you need to shave your arms." And then she's like, "Haha, no, that's not mine. That's my boy." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people ah. would be like, "Oh yeah, sorry." Uh, you should see my legs or something like that. But there are some people that just don't yeah, know how or, to. 
Kani, I wanna share also. Uh, this afternoon, somebody said, one of our friends said, um, if you turn on your aircon, it's only two pesos an hour or something like that at 25 degrees. So your aircon, ha, your AC has to be at 25 degrees and you only spend like two pesos and 17 cents per, I don't know what unit of time. And then, um, um, what do you call this? A friend of his said, Ay, paano pag 98 degrees? Kasi hindi ako makapigil. So I answered, I answered, hindi ko kilala. So I answered, it's like the sunshine after the rain. <laughs> and then naturally, the person didn't get it. But then, the original poster was a student of our, of an alumni of ours. So, makinig ka dyan kasi idol ko yan. So, you know, there's a joke there. Yeah, and yeah, some yeah. people can't really, yeah. Okay. You know how conversations have jokes na nanganganap? And you know, people oh, yeah. keep, keep uh, throwing joke, one joke after the other with a certain topic. And I feel like that's also one fun thing about talking to improvisers. Because uh, they just like, just keep nakikiraid lang sila. They would throw another joke and another joke. And it, like, it's like it never ends because these people just keep throwing and just like, nakikiraid lang talaga. So, Personally, I find that's really fun in talking of, talking with improvisers about it, you know. Building off of MJ's uh, MJ's uh, description of, of improvisers and how like nakikisagay lang sila, they they uh, they know how to go with the flow. But now I am sure a lot of you would will will agree with me on this. At least online, there's a it's a very uh, sensitive time in terms of of jokes and and comedy. Sometimes people can't say certain things. So when it comes to improv, is there some? Are there? Is there any risk of that happening? Has it happened to you? Is there something that you've said that has offended someone in the show, or is it more? Or is it just? Is it just that you know that world is is, is understanding and not as sensitive as uh, the rest of the world? Yeah, uh, I, I I'd echo what uh, Aaron said. Um, there was a time when we were really bad at it, when we. <laughs> Uh, when we would offend, when we would say the wrong things, even if we tried not to. But if there's a, anything that 18 years can really do for you, it's to almost um, immediately be able to read an audience and read what's okay and what's not with them. Um, and be able to adjust on the fly on what would what would push the right buttons and not the not the wrong one. The so wrong we actually really do when it's a live show, we really do take time to look at the audience and when we're warming up, medyo nagchichismis kami on who they are. And not so that we play safe, mm. but so that so that, that that's not that's not the point. The point is um nawag mapikon. Right. I guess, or yeah. or that they can receive what we dish out. We never attack, but some people don't know how to react necessarily when something sensitive is being brought up. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I could imagine it, it. There could be some awkward situations, but based on your skill levels, I think that you could probably just spin it another way, make it fun or light in another way. Uh, but now let's let's shift gears into the well the pandemic the situation right now. Uh, so you're still because Gabe you said that you during the downtime 
way back in you know 18 17 18 years ago <laughs> you 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 were taught that during the time when you had no work that's the time to hone your skills but now that most of us are not going to work we're at home are you, how are you, besides doing your online shows are, are you honing your skills at home by yourself is there are there self uh, self practice uh, drills that you can do in front of the mirror well parang I'll, I'll throw that question to the group in a while but really we're still also doing the same thing because our objective for the longest time was how do we go digital how do we go online <laughs> how do we yeah. go all that we just stop because we're old fogies and we're like hindi natin kaya para sa mga and then suddenly now that we have no choice but to go online suddenly um, we're being consulted by other groups right now on how to go online successfully mm. so so for us, it's relearning that digital language now. That that um, how we're leveling up our skills. But mm. maybe Aaron, you can talk about um, the question of how do you, as an improviser, how do you keep yourself sharp? Um. Well, Spit Spit as a group always talks to one another. What's important in improv is that you're close to your teammates because that really builds how you play with one another so we've been we've been together for a long time but we still make time to talk uh, at least once a week before our rehearsals at least unload things about ourselves we do do drills also sometimes personally what I do is I because because I also do musical improv so I just kind of play an empty track and just start singing or freestyling yeah uh, but that's the music side with the with the acting side you really need a partner to be able to do that so spit gets together and then we do with one another online Monica Chester since you two you two are together do you do any two person games Uh, uh, the thing is actually if ever you have a disagreement just keep it inside and just bring it out when you play a game <laughs> it had so much more. So much flavor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and should... that, like, can you tell us about the time that happened? Or how did you resolve it afterwards, after the show, after the scene? Or how did it come out even? Uh, it always comes Yeah, out. how did it come out? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it always comes out. Uh, but I remember we had a time that um, uh, it was a corporate gig, and our scene really got a bit heated. We didn't talk to each other after the show. Oh no! Uh, it was real bad. But somehow we got we got the hang of it. So okay, we went to let go. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, corporate gigs uh, and well because uh, MJ and I besides MJ's improv we, we also do corporate gigs we, we do hostings and it's, it's similar into what you what you do what all of you do so now that the world is uh, you know kind of upside down uh, before we come towards the close of the show I just want to ask uh, each one of you what 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 is the future of, of well the, the, the near term short term future of, of theater and improv and corporate gigs for improv how do you see it I mean you must talk amongst yourselves and other improv groups 
what what are, what's the word? Uh, is there are there going to be gigs in 2020 at all? Um, so we're part of the open house fundraising project, and aside from our objective of raising a million for um, artists who have been displaced, we are concentrated on the future of the performing arts industry, theaters, um, corporate events, and all of that. And our consensus within that group is that, um, and and within the group are some people who own their own theaters, who run their own theaters. And the consensus is it looks like um, first quarter of 2021 is when we can expect um, audiences to be comfortable coming back here. I mean, restrictions might be lifted before that, but people won't be coming in droves uh, until see, first quarter of 2021. Yeah. yeah. Would you have a message to all the uh, well displaced artists and to all the people who want to become improv uh, improv actors or improv? What, what's the term? Imp- just improv improvisers. 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 Yeah. So to to all the monsters who are listening right now who who say, oh, in in first quarter of 2021, I want to take an improv class. I want to go be part of Spit. How can they find you and uh, you know what are your social media pages for everyone who's listening on air right now? Feel free to let them know. So well, I would tell them you don't have to wait till 2021. I know. We do have classes this year. Please tell them admin, Manal. <laughs> uh, no, you have no Because I don't know the schedule. I know that we have, we have, open, we have classes that are open to the public. As of Wednesday, am I right? The one of Ariel. Yes, so we we do have classes going on, and um, it's a little different from what we're teaching. Yeah, we do have a teaser class also, so that if people who have never taken improv want to try it online, we're still offering that. Um, yeah, so most can, of our uh, updates are on our Third World Improv. Yeah, Facebook.com. Sorry. Third- facebook.com slash thirdworldimprov and we can also um, look for us at ticket2me.net just look for uh, thirdworldimprov then thirdworldimprov yes okay so and it, it's a teaching arm of spin right? yes. and, uh, and a message to to all of the listeners right now I'm sure you all have uh, I mean you're improvisers so what, what, what are your kindest words to all our listeners right now words of hope that you can give to everyone And MJ's writing. Oh, there she's writing the thing. Uh, so let, yeah, anything, anything you want to say, and or anyone you want to shout out. I'm sure you have friends that are listening. Uh, Jason Irving, very, uh, very <laughs> active, very active <laughs> on the Facebook. He is. Yeah, he looks very handsome. Answer. Looks handsome. I know. Magaling sa basketball I want to answer a question though because somebody asked. Um, sure. If if there is an age limit for our students, no. Um, especially no. when we do the classes now over the ECQ um, for the beginners class, we're going to have a beginners class. Uh, there is no age limit, and even when we do go back out to the outside world, there is no age limit for that either. It is a very inclusive community. Oh, but we don't definitely. And it's fun. <laughs> we and we want to make sure that. Um, the ones who enroll are there because they want to be there. 
the only reason why we would turn away um, somebody, let's say, under 13, is when we see na the kid didn't want to be there. Right. The parent enrolled them. So, that's where we, that's where we draw the line. Okay. So, ako, last message um, to our uh, SPIT member, Maliksi Zaragoza, who is recovering in the hospital um, after after being rushed to the hospital during one of our online shows. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I hope you, I hope you're a better person now. Anything you want to say? Anyone you want to say hello to? Um, um, stay safe and wash your hands. Wash, wash, wash. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. There will always be a reason to smile. So I know it's dire right now, but there's always a reason to smile, guys. MJ. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Spit, for sharing uh, your time thank with us. You. Especially we were so glad to have you today, especially right uh, after your show. You must have been like tired, but thank you so much for sharing. Hindi <laughs> 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 Wow. Okay. But thank you so much, and I hope thank all you monsters out there who tuned in, both on Facebook and on air, we hope you learned a little bit more about improv. And yes, if you want to learn. I would re- take it from me, first-hand experience. I really, really learned a lot from Spit and Third, third World Improv. Yeah. And I would owe a lot of, uh, actually, my radio career right now to Improv. Mm-hmm. So, yes, to- talaga, I really wouldn't have... Yeah. I wouldn't have had the courage to audition if I didn't take Improv classes first. So, that's already a statement on how it could help you. And especially now, people's mental health, it's kind of like, you know... It's very difficult being stuck in the house. I really recommend even just the online classes of Spit and uh, Third World Improv to help you lighten up a bit. And uplift and, you your know, spirits, right? Yes. Go with the flow of life. Yes, right. and life. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Gabe, Aaron, Monica, Chester, MJ, thank you very much for joining me thank here you. on Thursday. Thank you, yeah. Thank Thank you. Yeah, join us again next week uh, for more hot conversations here on HLT Heard on Thursdays. My name is JC Devis, and we'll catch you again next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 All right. Bye. Okay. The broadcast is done. The broadcast is done, but you guys can hang out here if you want. On Thursdays. Heard on Thursdays. The premier magazine talk show on FM Radio. Winner of multiple KDP Golden Dove Awards for best magazine programs. Thursdays, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. An original monster special. Only from Manila's Hottest. Monster. RX 93.1. It's hot, it's sunny, everyone's in a good mood. That's the weather I love. Always have. Monster RX 93.1.